everyone. Welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is February 24, 2021, episode 57. I am Sarah and I am here with Tyler. How are you? I'm great, thank you. What you been up to? Not much out of the ordinary. Um, well, I'm playing something I can't really talk about yet for NDA reasons, non-disclosure. You don't even say what it is? Well, I can say what it is, yeah. The, so the starting on yesterday, on Tuesday, uh, those of us who signed up earlier this month... Or didn't. Yeah, sure. Well... <laughs> I got an invite for some yeah, reason. Yeah, they're still sending a late invite. So basically, yeah, some people were uh, invited to participate in a, a beta for MLB The Show 21. They call it a tech test because they're checking, they're testing out their servers. And the interesting thing this year, obviously, is that they have to, it's the first time it's open to Xbox users. Mm-hmm. So now there's cross-play. So PlayStation can play against Xbox. So that's obviously why they want to test servers as well. Um, like I said, for disclosure reasons, I can't talk about the actual gameplay or anything i'll just say it's, it is similar to 20 i mean it's it's an early build obviously so i'm not gonna get any specifics but um yeah it's uh it's very interesting and i am definitely obviously looking forward to the when the finished product comes out in april but you have a week to enjoy this pre-product yes <laughs> um so what, what about you what have you uh been up to lately playing anything special um i beat atelier riza last oh, that's week. right yeah and how was that that was pretty awesome it was kind of short and sweet there's like many, many games in this series, but this one felt like really concise and just it, it's one of the newer ones where I'm used to playing like the middle, I guess, aged ones. <laughs> I don't even know what to call them. But um, yeah, it was just it was nice. It was a good little cute adventure, which is what I was looking for. Um, And then I beat that so I can move on to a new game that came out called Persona 5 Strikers, um, which is, I don't know. I'll, I'll say Muso here, and if you know Muso is congratulations. If you don't, it's uh, Dynasty Warriors. Like you're just there's a bunch of enemies on screen, and you beat them as fast as you can. It's just waves of enemies, pretty much. Um, and Persona is a, um, a role playing game, so it's kind of um, you're using those characters, but in a different setting, really. So I'm really enjoying that so far. But I got to, um, I'm gonna not drop it, but I will be playing it less than I am now because Bravely Default 2 comes out on Friday and I'm so excited. So I'm, that's like one of the releases that I will be up Friday night, midnight to play, which hasn't happened in a very long time. That's how excited I am. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Uh, I know you mentioned me earlier today that we actually have a, a couple of emails. We do. Okay, so your choices. Do you want to Do you want to respond to last week where we talked about Zack Snyder? Or do you want to respond to episode 55 and 54 when we talked about movies from 2006 and the Blue Jays? Which would you like first? <laughs> oh, first. Okay, so we're going to do them all. Uh, what is... Well, I guess we'll go chronologically. So we'll work back to the movie question or email. So this email is from Jordan. Uh, in response to episode 55, he says... Accepted is a great movie. I've seen it at least 25 times. I love it. <laughs> Pursuit of Happiness, well done movie, but too sad to enjoy. Understandable. Wow, wow, was at the bottom of Will Smith movies. <laughs> I will, yeah, I will agree in retrospect. I mean, I have a soft spot wow, for that wow, movie. West. No, 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 no. Wow, wow, it's, it's definitely a movie that doesn't hold up anymore. Um, it was fun at the time it came out, but yeah, I, I can see why that perspective, I agree. Uh, he says, Da Vinci Code movies were great, but I've never read the book. See, there you go, different perspective. Interesting. And... 
Oh, and then uh, um, Blue Jays talk. Blue Jays, I guess, we'll say quote here, and I'm using air quotes here. He says, I am Japanese. Two more bush parties. <laughs> See? Anybody who knows I... <laughs> Minoru Kawasaki's legendary lock, uh, post-game locker room talk is awesome. Uh, and he says his favorite Jays player, uh, Kevin Pillar. Uh, I really started getting into the Jays in that 2015 run. He was so fun to watch. Agreed. I mean, defensively, he was amazing. Mm-hmm. He was always a good team guy. Where is he now? Uh, last time I checked, he was on San Francisco, but I don't think he's on the Giants anymore. I I want to say he did sign somewhere else as a free agent. I just don't remember exactly where. I'll, I'll take it back to you on that one. Okay. And this is about episode 56. Okay. Episode 56. Let's see. This is from Catherine? Yes. Okay. First of all, I'd like to point out that I also guessed you were talking about Zack Snyder. <laughs> Very impressed and proud that you got it, Sarah. Yay, me. She says, I do agree with you. I do agree with you, Tyler. Visually, his movies look similar with his signature grudgy slash dark atmosphere. I also agree with you that he's more concerned about the visual aspect of things over the storyline and characters. She says, obviously, I am biased towards this. But yes, you should give Sucker Punch another chance. The main reason I love this movie is for the visuals and because it has you thinking the entire time. There are so many levels within the story to try and blend together to make sense of, so you're left with guessing and filling in the blanks as they happen. Now, that could be due to Zach's writing just flat out not making sense, I will admit that, but the visual aspects and the fighting scenes make up for it. Also, the music choices are spot on. I still listen to the soundtrack regularly. I have heard the music is very good in that movie. After I finished this podcast episode, I went back and rewatched the fight scenes of Sucker Punch. I forgot just how many slow-mos Snyder threw in. Haha. <laughs> the last fight scene specifically is almost all in slow-mo. And she even has timestamps here, I believe, from an, an hour, 16 minutes, 20 seconds on to an hour, 19 minutes yeah, and so five like three seconds. three minutes of slow-mo. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's basically what all of 300 is almost. Oh. Every fight scene in 300 is like that as okay. well. Uh, she says, thank you both for coming up with great episodes every week. You're awesome. <laughs> thank you very much to Jordan and Kath for those emails. <laughs> now you gotta go watch Sucker Punch. Yes. <laughs> I will, I'll will. i tell you what, I'll put it on my to-do list this weekend. I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix. Okay, so. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so, today's topic. Um yes. Sticking with our trend of trying to mix things up every week. One week it's going to be sports, one week movies. Try, try and keep you guys on your toes. So this week's going to be about video games. And what I've come up with is... Uh, I don't really have a title. For, like To be honest, I didn't really write anything down. I'm not looking at my phone right now for notes. I'm just sort of like going off the top of my head here. So a lot of this is going to be just off the top of our head with, cool. with suggestions. But um, what I kind of wanted to get to the root of today, what I was thinking of earlier was how the video game... Like you and I obviously are we have very specific genres that we like to play we, we, we sure. stick to a certain type of gameplay like for I, obviously anybody who's listening to this knows that i like sports games i like uh yeah, yeah, shooting games like first person shooters specifically vroom, vroom. and and racing games as well but mostly right now it's it's yeah it's sports and, and and uh and shooters specifically mlb the show and apex legends and if i want some racing mix i'll throw in a little need for speed hot pursuit or maybe some forza horizon mm. that kind of stuff uh anyways and obviously you sarah uh, you obviously love jrpgs and um i don't even know what could genre you classify like stuff like pit cross and animal crossing yeah as, puzzle but, simulation yeah. and music games i'd pretty visual much. novels you like obviously i like you um, reading them to me yes <laughs> but you definitely trend more towards the uh, japanese side of things uh, like, you could say yeah, that yeah, yes yeah <laughs> almost 100 percent. but but i you and i talking about this earlier it wasn't always that way for us now obviously well you and i obviously grew up in the same generation we're only a year apart so we threw, grew we up literally in the same, grew, up, grew up down the street from each other didn't know it yeah <laughs> uh so like obviously we grew up in the generation of nintendo obviously i mean for most of us for me obviously my first console back in the late 80s was an nes right i eventually i got a game boy after that 
And then, you know, in the 90s, once things brand, I did eventually have a Sega Genesis, but it was still mostly Nintendo. Like it was, it was uh, NES, Super Nintendo, uh, Nintendo 64. I mean, obviously around the late 90s, also when PlayStation came into the mix and I mm. became a PlayStation gamer as well. I never really got into Xbox until the Xbox 360 uh, generation came out. I never had an original Xbox, really. I was mainly a PS2 guy. But, um, but it's just interesting how, like, like obviously when you're, when we're, when we were younger, the kind of games that were available for Nintendo at the time were mostly like, um, obviously like 2D side scrollers, like platformers, like Mario games, mm-hmm. Kirby games, stuff like that. Um, and that's mainly, mainly Donkey Kong Country, for example, that, but those are mainly due to like, you know, uh, technological limitations. Obviously as technology got better, I mean, once 3D came, like once like Super Mario, um, 64 came out, that changed everything in terms yes, of like 3D sure. gameplay and having a rotating camera and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like it was, but I just think it's interesting, like, even just comparing the genres that we like now. Like, tell me how you think JRPGs have changed over the last, like, 25 years. How they've you. changed. Yeah. I mean, the themes are usually the same. Like, JRPGs usually have very specific themes about love and friendship, and there's always... I don't know. It depends what series you're playing. Well, yeah. But I just mean, like, <laughs> you know, so many JRPG storylines get recycled. Now, obviously, with technology, mm. like, you know, you compare, obviously, playing something like Final Fantasy VII on PS1 to obviously like I would I would say the biggest like you know obviously graphical leap would be like Final Fantasy 13 like once once the PS3 Final Fantasy started coming out that's obviously when because like PS2 would have yeah like the PS2 Final Fantasy had like the good CG cutscenes and stuff but the gameplay would still look like it was PS2 games mm-hmm. you know once PS3 once Final Fantasy 13 and, and you know even 14 and 15 after that came out that's when it sort of took that next leap mm-hmm. graphically and with better game engines and stuff um, <laughs> sadly I think the one thing that has changed is the um pandering it's probably the biggest thing and why do you think that is do you have any reason to think of why that might be um i think it has to do with the culture really Mm. like it's more accepted now Mm -hmm. um and japan is a country that does not have a lot of babies it's a lot of older generation older generation and they don't get married as often they don't have kids as often so they're repressed so they are lonely men yeah i mean obviously anime and yeah so a lot of these uh games just kind Mm -hmm. of have explicit stuff in them nowadays and it's just like those sell well and Mm -hmm. even genre even games that have been around for a while like the persona games they get a little more scantily clad as you go on or even the trope of like Every male character in Final Fantasy, let's say 14, the bigger your armor, like the heavier armor, the more like stronger you are, mm-hmm. the less damage you take. When you're a female, <laughs> the less clothes you wear, the stronger you are. Somehow that happens. Yeah. But that just seems to be the trend now is just like less clothes, more panty shots. You might sell a few more copies. Yeah, like... um like obviously for my examples i was gonna say like when i was thinking about like sports games for for example are a big one like, i've been playing sports games going back to like i think what was it like nhl 94 or something was probably like the first time i started playing sports games when i was a kid what i got once i got into i got really like into football in the late 90s early 2000s so back then back then it was all about like the nfl 2k games 2k was mm. the best on like dreamcast and was there another i don't know if it, I, I remember like they had like those 989 sports games which were yep. terrible but mostly for me it was like for like three for a good like three four year period it was like 2k and then eventually i remember madden 2004 the a sports that was the first time i really got into the, the ea the madden games um 
played those for you know pretty much most of a decade. Um, I'm trying to think of when they got the license to only they the only an mm-hmm. NFL studio. I think it was like 2005. Like, uh, I was really, I played, I played pretty much every kind of sports games in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, NBA, again, 2K was good. NBA 2K was, was really good back then. I mean, 2K is still good nowadays, but mm-hmm. I don't really play NBA video games anymore, to be honest. Uh, you know, I, I did play, I did dabble in some baseball in the mid 2000s. I remember specifically like MVP baseball. That was oh, another yeah. EA sports one, which was amazing. Yeah, um, RBI. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I've, I've been into basically, uh, MLB, the show for my baseball fix for the last mm-hmm. like six or seven years at mm-hmm. least. Um, but it's just interesting, like, obviously, like, so, okay, so when you were, when I was playing, like, NFL 2K, for example, on Dreamcast, um, obviously, like, I think they might have had online back then, but I never really used the online stuff on the Dreamcast, so basically, I would just play franchise, like, single-player modes, or if I had a friend over, we'd play a little mm-hmm. 1v1, right, just play some casual competitive games, um, but obviously, nowadays, you know, with sporting games, they, they, they make, they push you so much to the online gameplay with, uh, and obviously, a lot of whether it's like FIFA, FIFA's the biggest one, obviously, but like FIFA or Madden or, or NBA 2K and obviously MLB The Show to a lesser extent, but they always obviously push you towards that online experience and, and trying to spend some money on yeah. microtransactions, buy some packs and, you know, upgrade like, your team. And, um, trading card collecting. And right. there's just, and it's like, I, I remember like MLB The Show has done a good job over the last four or five years in escalating that online content so it doesn't become overwhelming. But I know some people who jumped into MLB 20 this year for the first time we're a little overwhelmed about all the different content. There's just so much, right? That, they were that throwing UI th- doesn't help, though, no, either. No, but they were throwing new things at every week, new events, new uh, programs, and like uh, and stuff mm-hmm. is like limited, limited time. You have so much yeah. time to do certain things. And yeah, it can get overwhelming if you're not there like on the ground from day one, right? And there every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it just it just takes away from the like you know I know a lot of people that still like to play the offline modes like the road mm-hmm. to the show where you just got to create your own player and go through the minor leagues and obviously people still play franchise mode yep. but that stuff gets neglected so much nowadays in terms of what makes money yeah right and that's just the way sports games are nowadays uh, it's not going you know, going to go away anytime soon obviously mm-hmm. um, but I find that if I I just think to myself of the days where I would just sit in my basement playing NBA 2K <laughs> or NFL 2K occasionally have a friend over we play a little one v one and that was it you know and nowadays it's like when I go on to play a sports game, it's like, okay, I can grind some offline stuff or I can, because going online nowadays, depending on where you're at that specific night, it could be frustrating. You could have a terrible night in which you feel like you just wasted two to three hours of your time getting your butt <laughs> kicked online for no reason. Um, you know, but again, it's just, and, and, obviously, and obviously a lot of things to you nowadays, well, obviously with the explosion of, of, of YouTube and Twitch over the last several years, you know, everybody nowadays is streaming online or posting mm-hmm. videos online of their and there's just so much content to consume yeah. with online games. Again, not just sports. I mean, obviously, it goes for any genre. But you could watch anything you yeah. please. Um, like sh- shooting games, for example, for me too. Like I said, you know, uh, if I go back to like trying to think of, like the earliest shooters I would have played. I mean, the first one kind of comes to mind for me. I definitely played some on the PS1 era, but the one that sticks out for me, obviously, for most people are of our demographic, probably is like Goldeneye on the N64. Oh, I was gonna say Goldeneye so was. Well, Sorkin was a bit later, later on, yeah. but yes, yeah, so Goldeneye because Goldeneye was the one where like every every guy, even if you weren't really a Bond fan, everybody just knew or had played Goldeneye back then, and like you would have your friends over, and you'd all do the multiplayer, yeah. like the four screen, yep. split screen, mm-hmm. uh, deathmatch thing it was awesome, um, and uh, and then like like you mentioned, like later on, once the PS2 generation came out, that's when I first kind of got into online shooters yep. because uh, SOCOM, it was actually SOCOM 2, I believe, was the first one. I don't remember SOCOM 1 did, but SOCOM 2 for sure is one I played a lot of hours <laughs> with my friends on. And uh, that's when you had to buy the network adapter yeah. thing that plugged into the back of your PS2. Mm-hmm. And then you had to plug the LAN cable into an Ethernet. Um, 
but yeah, and then like I said, from there, my infatuation with like online <laughs> shooters just you know, I, I never really again, I was really never much of a Halo guy because I didn't have an original Xbox. That's true. But like once Xbox 360 came out, you know, it's it's the Call of Duty franchise. Like once yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare came out, it just blew up from there. And nowadays, and then like I said, nowadays you look at the last three, four years or so of of how the the online obviously Call of Duty is still a big one, uh, you know, for PlayStation and PC. Well, sorry, in Xbox. But I think Xbox, I just keep thinking Halo is like the big one. Mm-hmm. But but obviously nowadays, like the Battle Royale genre, you know, yeah. everybody started out playing. Was it Fortnite or PUBG that PUBG came first? PUBG was first. PUBG was first. That was Fortnite the, and, was a totally different beast when it came out also. Right. Fortnite shifted gears. Yeah. It got away from what it was going to be because it saw, hey, we It's make, still there. It's just yeah, nobody it, plays it. Right. <laughs> so yeah, PUBG was the first big one. I never really got into it. No. Um, uh, I, I never, liked watching it. Though. I never really got into Fortnite. I played Fortnite a bit. I never really got into it either. I didn't like the whole building aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It just and their cartoony style maybe just kind of put me off a bit. But like I said, once you know me from day one when Apex came out, uh, I'm like, I know. I'm in on this. You and Mr. Ground from, floor from, from, Apex. from day one, yeah. Because the same thing. Like again, I, I see, and I'm glad that I have uh, influenced some other people to try out Apex, and I hope mm. that they enjoy it. Specifically, shutting out Catherine Jordan here, <laughs> but uh, you know. It can be. It can also be a little overwhelming again when you're jumping into season eight now. For example, if, yeah. you're, if you're starting out now, I mean, there's there's so many, and it's nice that they had that option that your sister had, where you oh, buy yeah. the, the champion edition, yep. so you can unlock all the characters from the get go, and some pretty cool extra, yeah, skins. some cool skins and stuff. But um, yeah, for sure. Like I mean, and like I said, the game when you're starting out, the game does a pretty decent job of trying to match you with a proper like skill based matchmaking, so that you're not getting rolled over every lobby. But then there's also the problems where if I want to play with people that are under leveled compared to me uh, then they match me up with the higher people in the lobby so it's it's a little frustrating still on that aspect to try and play with people that don't play as much as you or that started later than you because if they're not quite up to your skill level the the matchmaking is just way thrown off and it's not fun for them right i was just trying to think of like that trend like call of duty was never like that no like um, modern warfare you could level up and stuff but you could but anybody could play together yeah and not be confused it was literally pew pew add a couple attachments and you're done for sure like, I, again i think the older like the, the older modern warfare even like the first couple of black ops games that came mm-hmm. out the the online systems were really easy to understand mm-hmm. their whole system of just like customizing your loadouts and having all whatever attachments and perks you want and stuff but then to, down the road the call of duty it just got more and more convoluted yes and uh, and that really turned me off of, of those online games for a while i think it was after like Call of Duty Advanced Warfare is when I first kind of mm-hmm. fell off. I didn't really, never really got into like Black Ops uh, 3 or... Um... You play COD for the story though. True. I do love the COD campaigns. Like just sit down for a good five or six hours and just power through those campaigns. And you know, the action set pieces are awesome. You have some good cutscenes. But you, okay. So but... you've never gotten tired of your genres though. No, like for sure. Like I, I fell into those grooves, like I said, about 20 years ago and I have never changed from them. Um, like right. I said, I, I still like to play the occasional platform like a Super Mario Odyssey or a Donkey yeah. Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Well, you playing them with Lucas too, like Astrobot. Yeah. No, like I still like to play other genres. Like I, I, I'll admit, I've tried many times getting into JRPGs. It just will not click for me. Maybe because I just don't have the tolerance to like, I don't know, grind out a 40 to 50 hour. I just, the JRPG, most of the storylines just don't grab me. You know, for me, that's a big thing. But friendship. Like, no. <laughs> Save the world. I, I don't get I'm the it. only I, person. I, I get nothing out of that. It goes over my head completely. <laughs> I got to make a party, though. We're besties forever. Um, But I mean, I've been talking a lot, obviously. But what about you? Like, what... Um, I know, like, for example, for you with, like, Animal Crossing, we talked about this the other day. Uh, you first got into it because of your family, essentially. You guys all got into it together. Yep. And that sort of started that whole... But I never played anything like that before. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just... Start, like, same with... Did what? I'm trying to think of like the first music game I played. What, not Guitar Hero? 
So. Like, was there something before that though? Those timing. Well, based? for me, the first time I ever played, I remember that one on PS2 called Frequency. That no, was oh, yeah. that was Harmonix's first game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I used to. My family was like a Nintendo family. We had yeah. the Mario's and we had the Kirby, um, and the Zelda's too. Mm-hmm. And unlike you, over time, I have grown out of those genres hundred mm-hmm. percent. I have a hard time doing any two D platform. I get frustrated. Um, I don't have the patience for Zelda anymore. Like, I don't like the exploration. I don't like going back and playing the other ones. Like, I'm over it. And I have, I don't know if it's graduated, but I've just fell in love with other things. Like, for music, I I saw Guitar Hero. I asked people about it. And then I needed to buy it. (laughs) And then then Rock Band came out. Like, I need to have this. I need to have the evolution. Same with Animal Crossing. I played Animal Crossing. I needed to have the next thing. I needed to have farming. I needed to have Harvest Moon. I don't know. I didn't. I don't have the tolerance for what I used to, or I just have different tolerances. Like I could play a hundred hours of an RPG and love the whole thing. And I was thinking also how um, obviously I am. I have not for well probably a good part of twenty years now. I've not been a PC gamer, but I did actually play quite a bit of PC. I would say in the nineties. Same. I remember specifically because um, I'd have we'd have a like a family computer in the house, and mm-hmm. I remember like probably the first time I really got exposed to like PC games. And I really don't remember what age this is at, but it was probably definitely under what I should have been playing it at, probably. Mm-hmm. But I remember playing like, uh, like what was it called? Return of Castle Wolfenstein is that the one? Oh, you play Wolfenstein? Oh. Or was it just Wolfenstein 3D? What was it called? You I know think what I'm talking Wolfenstein about? Wolfenstein 3D. Wolfenstein 3D. We're just like walking through the castle, shooting the Nazis or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I played a little bit of Doom after that, but I also remember specifically like on PC, I mainly would use it for because again at that time I probably still had my Nintendos and Playstations or whatever else at the time, but. On PC, I remember playing like specifically stuff like uh, Command and Conquer, like RTSs. Oh, really? Or Royal Course Tycoon. Stuff Age like of Empires. Mm, I really got into that no? one too much. I was more. Of, I was really a, a big Command and Conquer guy for a few hmm. iterations. I remember that. I never. I definitely never got into the uh, the MMO scene like you did with with WoW. <laughs> yeah, but before then, we were we were actually a very big PC family too. Mm-hmm. Like we uh, we played amazing titles like Revolt. If you remember that. that, I don't know what that is. It's, a, it's a, like an RC car racing game. Oh, okay. Um, Monster Truck Madness. Uh, we played a whole bunch of Ghost Recon. Uh, definitely Quake 2. Duke Nukem's. Like, all the stuff that kids shouldn't have been playing. But we were playing because, like, you know, that's what the kids were talking about around the waterhole. But, yeah, like, oh, well, you and I mentioned this earlier, too. We were talking about, like, I said, what was the first, like, video game console, whether it was, like, you know, handheld or otherwise, that you think you remember buying with your own money? Like allowance or, or or birthday money or even whatever you earned from you know selling pa- newspapers or like you know and you said you thought it was a uh, three Xbox three sixty I I can't or, remember yeah. if it was three sixty or Wii I needed I remember I didn't get three sixty at launch because there wasn't anything there for me but when Rock Band came on I'm like I need this thing and I want a prettier Guitar Hero two with the My Chemical Romance DLC so I needed the three sixty version. So I had to get an Xbox, and then I remember, I just remember sitting with my mom and dad at Starbucks and being like, Future Shop is right beside me. <laughs> I'm going to tell them how much I want this, and we're going to go over there, and I'm going to buy it. Um, but I also remember standing in line waiting for the Wii launch. Mm-hmm. So I don't know which one came first, because I know the Xbox came out a year before the Wii. Yeah, I remember like I remember both those situations so clearly of finally having my own money and be able to spend it the way I want to. Man, that was great. Like, I even think back to, um, again, like, when you're talking about, you know, there used to be that time when if you wanted to play video games with your friends, you pretty much had everybody over. You know, you have three or four dudes over your house, and you play a split screen, or you have, like, you know, slumber party type thing. Yeah. Hang out in the basement playing N64 with pop and pizza. And I would just wake up at 5 a.m. <laughs> and play Spyro by myself. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, like it's and obviously, like I said, at some point in the early to mid two thousands, it sort of changed to that whole like, hey, everything is online nowadays. The internet's awesome, so you can just play with your friends online Let's nowadays. Just have our Mountain Dew in our chips in our basement right. and you get know? on the call. So online gameplay became king, and you know there was still obviously that market for single single player games. Like not everything was online, Hi. but companies quickly realized that was how they could sell more copies, make more money. And just get people hooked easier, I guess you could say. Like, it's... I don't know. There's just something so... Everything has a daily now. Intoxicating. It's addict... Obviously, obviously, games... Video games are addictive. This isn't new information to anybody. But I just find nowadays games... Companies and developers are so smart. Again, I always go back to using uh, the stuff I currently play. Like, it will be the show in Apex as examples of... They just know how to get you stuck in that gameplay loop of just always wanting more it's fun like and, yeah because they have dailies and you want to get them all and you can't miss a day like i like i am playing animal crossing every day too i but for you it's like a drip feeding like yeah i'm gonna get further but for me it's like it's draining my insides and why am i doing this <laughs> like i think back to the old days of the games like you know the, the quote unquote i'm using air quotes here short games like uh super mario brothers or omega man or, or an early... well if you didn't bash your head against the wall playing them first my point was though you would play these games which could probably be beaten in three or four hours but it would take you 10 times as many hours as that to usually beat them just because yes. you constantly had to start over mm. or we didn't mind because the gameplay loop for those was just so much fun and you felt like you were accomplishing something by finally beating that final boss mm. or not having to use that cheat code or yeah you just share your passwords <laughs> with your friends <laughs> but yeah like nowadays everything is just instant gratification or you can uh, buy your way to gratification well, exactly if you have enough money you can do whatever you want <laughs> um i'm glad i'm not into those kind of games yeah it's just it's just it's just interesting to me to look back on how much video games have changed over the last 20 to 30 years when we were kids. i think we've changed so, though too for sure i mean yeah your taste do change as you get older um i have no patience i play games on easy because i'm old done <laughs> Yeah, I've never been, even when I was younger, I never been one of those guys who, like, was, was like, I had to, I have to beat this game on hard, or, like, I want a challenge. I'm like, no, I'm going to play, I usually play on the normal or default difficulty. Mm-hmm. If something is way too hard, I have no problems with knocking it down to, like, an easier level just to get through it, because I'm not going to waste, I don't, I, at some point, you don't think about when you're a kid, but when you get older, like, maybe when you're in your teenage years and stuff, you start to think to yourself, and what's my time worth, right? Do I really want to spend six hours beating this one mission when I could just, like just for just because my ego is won't let me knock the difficulty down, mm-hmm. or I can just bite the bullet and beat the game in in twenty minutes. Literally know? did that this weekend, yeah. where I was playing Atelier Riza, and I was like, I'm so close to being this final boss. And then I learned I had a second form <laughs> after I beat it. I'm like, see, there's another JRPG trope for you. Oh Always my, the yeah. second and third forms on the that, I, that hasn't changed know, in thirty I years. I know, I know, yeah. I know, but I didn't expect it, <laughs> so I died right away. And I'm like. I could put this down to easy <laughs> and save like four hours of my life. And I sure did. And I have no guilt <laughs> because I, I want my time. I will say we're going to wrap this up soon, but I will say like you, unlike you, sorry, I am very glad that I did not get obsessed uh, when when they came out with the whole idea of achievements and trophies in games. I would go after them sometimes, but I would not go out of my way. I would not spend dozens or hundreds of hours on a game that I just for the sake of having a meaningless number uh, I know it's a that's yeah that's my problem you have your dailies where I have yeah. like my trophy chasing yes. and what's even worse is now Lucas will point them out it's like you're missing this one we can go on the website and get see how to get this one or I love oh. even the mentality like he's only seven years old Lucas and even nowadays he, he'll get a trophy and he'll be like oh it's only a bronze <laughs> and I'm like what is it? it's still an accomplishment because it's not a gold or, or higher he, uh, he thinks everything 
every cool thing should be worth a trophy too. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's, it's amazing to see when, again, when we were his age, we were playing like, you know, Donkey Kong Country or Pokemon. Or I something. was playing like, to brag to my friends though. And being like, I beat this boss. Did you beat this boss? <laughs> I know I got this Pokemon. That was definitely the playground discussion. Yeah. Was, where yeah. now it's like, I got this trophy. Have you got the platinum? No, you don't. I spent the 120 hours to do this. I don't think people really talk about trophies as much as you think they do. <laughs> In my Twitter circle, they sure do. Okay. They say, I beat this game 80 hours. Let's spend an hour 80, 80 100%ing it. Boom. And I'm like, I'm so jelly. I should do that too. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> but <I don't> <laughs> you're funny. It's true. It's all true. So we're going to wrap up the show in a couple of minutes. But uh, just to pose a question for anybody that wants to maybe email us for next time. Um, just, I don't really have a specific question. Here. I was going to say, just give us some of your favorite, you know, video game memories or how is your, have you noticed your video game um, taste? taste? Yeah, I was going to say taste. Has it changed for you over time? Have you been playing different types of games or do you, do you just, how do you prioritize your time nowadays when it comes to video gaming, right? Let us know in the email what you think. And yeah. uh, we'll discuss next week. Uh, email is when opposites react at gmail.com. As always, we thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, obviously, we'll be back same time next week, probably with, I'm going to say, a movie topic, but I'm not going to tease anything off the top of my head because I don't have anything. I'm not going to lie. So <laughs> I'll just say it will be movie related. I don't have a specific topic in mind. Actually, that's not true. I think I do, but I'm not going to spoil it now. Oh. It may be, next week may be a specific movie, one singular oh movie gosh. that we're going to talk about. It's all collateral again. No, no, no. <laughs> It's definitely not. It's definitely not telling you're not going to expect. I'll just say. Oh, yeah. they're just like Zack Snyder. I'm excited now. I do have to watch Zach, the Zucker Punch so I can comment to Catherine about you it. You do. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. Stay safe out there, and we'll be back next week. Boys, bye. <laughs>